the cow's body, every part of the cow's body nourishes different gods and goddesses in different ways. Hi, I'm Dr. Dimple Jangda. I'm your podcast host and I welcome you to A Gut Story. This is a podcast, a platform where we're going to discuss healthy everything. A healthy body, healthy mind, healthy emotion, healthy energetics and a healthy spiritual journey. We're going to also discuss stories of courage, grit, confidence, discipline and patience that helped several people overcome tragic events in their life and physical trauma. And we're also going to learn from several natural sciences like Ayurveda, naturopathy, homeopathy, yoga on how to reset our body back to good health and bring ourselves back closer to nature. Welcome to A Gut Story with yours truly, Dr. Dimple. 33,000 gods and goddesses live in a cow's body. There are four lakh gods and goddesses, human beings, you know, who attain most. There are 33,000 gods and goddesses who also need to eat and nourish their body. In heaven and hell, also we have diseases. We have Ashwini brothers who are physicians in the heaven. Right? Now, the cow's body, every part of the cow's body nourishes different gods and goddesses in different ways. The dude that comes. If the mother is not able to produce enough milk, the cow's milk is closest in nature to the mother's milk. And the child is able to digest a cow's milk or even a sheep's milk, goat's milk, as long as it's diluted a little bit for that, right? Because it's so should. If a cow is kept happy, you know, if you graze the cow well, if you pat the cow well, you're exchanging bacteria and pheromonal information with the cow. And that bacteria allows you to digest lactose. Now we are lacking lactase, which prevents us from digesting lactose because we're not in touch with the cow. Back in the day, we were in touch with the cow. And when the farmer feeds the cow, you know, the cow is licking the palm of the farmer, the cow gets information on what kind of nutritional deficiencies that that farmer, his owner, his brother, human brother has. And the cow actually changes the formulation of the milk based on the calf's need and the family's need. So there is a drop in this country. But if every family had a cow, they would survive the drop perfectly well because the cow gives you dood, dahi, paneer, which is cheese, buttermilk, ghee, cow dung, which by the way absorbs chemicals from the air which can be used as a fluorine and in Bhopal when that gas tragedy leak happened, medical disorders where they were born with multiple fingers and multiple toes, those who have thin bones, dry rough skin, dry rough fizzy hair, dry collar constipation, dairy products is something that we recommend to all the Vata Prakriti, it immediately brings them back into balance. Vata Prakriti you could have rose milk, it takes all your stomach acids out of your system and buttermilk is tridoshic in nature, it's called the drink of the gods for a reason, you know, because it's the only dish I find besides khichdi and other dishes that is got shadarasa, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, pungent, because we put a ghika tarka, we put carom seeds, we put jeera powder, we put pink salt, we put curry leaves, we put ginger, we put chilies, we put water, the fermentation process of the curd stops, we get the good bacteria without the burning sensation and it transforms your digestive health. Seven days of chas, you're sorted. Your digestive health is completely sorted. Absolutely. You know, I remember almost eight, nine years back, I was working with Masina Hospital. Mental health, you know, I was looking after mental health even before it became a big thing in India. And there was one suicidal case which had come to me, you know, a student from America. And she came down and the parents, and it seems people said that she has been possessed and she wants to go and jump. What we did, they had a, they had a farmhouse in Karjat. All I told them was, take her to the farmhouse outside the concrete jungle and make her hug and feed the cow every day. Within three days of just doing that, 
she had no need to take psychiatric medicines to calm her down to bring her aggression down to make her sleep and she was reoriented well all what we made her do is roll in the grass hug trees and serve the cow and literally with lot of reverence and intimacy that girl still goes to the farm every weekend yes. and expresses her gratitude because worldwide doctors couldn't fix her and you know with so many things that we did mingling with the elements this was that last thing which you know made her spine strong and made her grow tall so cow if you can really have and please whenever wherever you have health farms please invite and bring in cows look after them well do their puja have their products and be blessed for life cows being around cows also treats bronchial health issues like asthma bronchitis wheezing cold cough sinus and children because being around cows allows them exposure to good bacteria and if you're walking behind the cow during sunset you know the little bit of dust that gets uprooted you know from the ground and it's floating that dust allows you to acclimatize to allergies so you know when you have an allergy you must eat that product in small doses to recover from that allergy so say for example you're allergic to a particular pollen grain you know the solution is for you to have the honey from that flower so that your body recognizes it as a food and not as an alien object Very and much. it treats disorders so being around cows also treats your bronchial diseases like asthma and bronchitis and this has been proven it's not something that we say focus focus like you know saffron cloth people we're not even saffron cloth people you know we're not here to jhando maro by the saffron flag we're not doing that we're scientifically telling you how being around cows being around animals being around a dog gives you health but being around a cow naturally elevates your serotonin level because your body recognizes that the cow can nourish your body a dog can nourish your body a dog can give you happiness but a cow is the only animal that can nourish you from even its waste product from even its cow dung absolutely and the cow urine is actually used in all our families if the child has bedwetting habits or if the child has nightmares or the child is not fully developed as nutritional deficiencies we give them cow urine to satiate the child's nutritional deficiencies which might have happened during the pregnancy the mother probably didn't have access to good you know nutrition or she was emotionally not in a good state to absorb the nutrients from the food that gap between the mother and child is fixed by the cow absolutely you know our rishimunis thousands of years back before the advent of science they said bhugol which means our apni bhumi gol hai okay then they said jagat जग जिसकी गति है साइंस डेट नो नोबडी न्यू दैट द अर्थ इज सर्कलिंग अराउंड इट्स ओन एक्सिस नाउ इन माई ओन रिसर्च एंड रीडिंग ऑफ आयुर्वेदा चिकित्सा be it christianity be it hinduism in islam in some ways they have agni right jainism everything why do we pray to agni have you ever wondered and now recently i've stopped blowing candles you know because they say it is disrespect to agni blowing away you know when you're blowing away candles it's end of life so we do not want to signify end of life by blowing a candles on your cake i hope everybody takes it as a oath today not to blow candles because agni dev is your source of life The biggest example of that Agni Dev is the sun god. And I was told by my teacher that if you chant this shloka nine times without blinking and looking at the sun directly, without stammering, stuttering, and a single pronunciation mistake, your wishes have come true. And I believed it truly, and I do this. And even today, I jump out of the bed and look for the sun. And unfortunately, in Bombay, we don't have that. 
the sun god, if sun was not there, you will not have the air you breathe. The oxygen is being produced because of the sun's rays hitting earth. You'll not have plants, you'll not have water, perspiration, clouds and rain. You'll not have food that grows. You'll not have anything. So Agni is the source of life. Now the same Agni is also in your body. It's called Agni, Jatran Agni in Ayurveda, the metabolic fire that digests the food you're eating, transforms it into digestive juices, transforms that into plasma, that into blood, that into oligos and fat, that into bone, bone marrow, muscles, skin, teeth, nails, hair, sperm, egg, ojas, which is the essence of life. That transformative fire, there are seven kinds of fire in the body, transforms the food you eat into a human body. Can you imagine you ate a banana and it's become part of kidney liver, intestine, gallbladder? Can you separate the banana from your body? That Agni is your source of life. Now we pray to that Agni inside our body by following the position of the sun and eating a small breakfast, big lunch and small dinner. And we pray to that Agni. That's why we do a Agni Havan in the house when we welcome a new home or a new life. We do a Havan. And when we end life also, we end it with the Agni. Agni has been such a critical part of our life from birth till death. And that's why we start our day by lighting a small dia in honor of the Agni in our body, honor of the Agni in nature. Absolutely. It is said that Surya Dev, Sachetan Man and Sankalpa, the determination. As you said, when you see the first rays of sun and when you are aware and then you do your sankalpa, then you get your siddhis, you get your shrishti, you get your samruddhi and you become sampurna sampurna. So that's the power of Surya Dev. We need to talk about the natural antihistamines in nature. Okay, today doctors at a drop of a hat, they give you antihistamine. And the natural antihistamines as which would, you know, cause all the, you know, respond to the body and not react to the body and cool down every such negative reaction which is done by virodhahar, which is done by tanav, stress, and which is done by virodhincharya. So I've heard about, of course, pomegranate, honeydew melon, musk melon, but please throw some more light as to how many super antacids that when a human body consumes, we can cool down, we can calm down, we can get composed and kill the acidity and inflammation. I'm so glad you're asking that. So you all know that inflammation is a root cause of 50% of the diseases yes, we suffer. Very much. Right? Inflammation is a root cause of that. And when I started researching and looking for answers, you know, to bridge the gap between modern science and traditional sciences between the doctor and the patient, I realized there was a lot of language gap, cultural gap, communication gap. And then when I started researching, I came across this fact that 90% of the diseases are caused due to an unhealthy colon. Okay, because a lot of undigested food and wrong combinations of foods are entering the colon, sitting there for hours together. So we tackle these three things, inflammation, colon health, gut health, we're sorted. Now, how do we keep our inflammation down on a daily basis with the foods that are available in the kitchen? We're speaking about an alkaline diet nowadays a lot, right? And people are spending lakhs trying to get in water filter, which is alkaline or something. And I don't believe in it, to be honest, because the cheapest product is available in nature. All you have to do is boil water. Even though I have a filter at home, you know, unfortunately because of the hard water and stuff like that, you just have to boil water and put it in a mud pot, which is barely 400, 500 rupees, that alkalizes. That alkalizes water. Cancer cannot exist in an environment that's alkaline. When you drink Madhki Ka Pani first thing in the morning, have you noticed it has a cooling effect on your body? It immediately brings your inflammation down, it takes your allergens down, and it reduces your pitta and stimulates your Jatran Agni in a nice way. It also washes away all the waste in your body. After this, the first thing we have is fruits for some people. For some people, we say have bog porridge. Fruits by default 
are not only alkalizing in nature, fresh fruits and vegetables, they are the best prebiotics that you can ever have in your diet. When you eat a bowl of fruits, it enhances your gut bacteria, which has a personality of its own, not one, but trillions of personalities living there that control your moods, your mental health, emotional health, and even your pace, and your cravings are dictated by the gut bacteria. Your emotions and memories are stored there, it's called the second brain. Fruits can also become acidic in nature if it's not eaten in the right combinations. Now, fruits, have a bowl of fruits in the morning, make sure to eat it alone, or leave it alone. This is like my favorite signature line on social media and I realize it sticks with people also I think because of my advertising background I've realized that you have to play with words to make people remember. Like children we have to make ourselves remember again and again. Eat it alone or leave it alone. Don't touch it. It turns poisonous when it comes into contact with dairy products, with milk and yogurt. It's serious poison. Okay? Fruits ke pehle do ghante gap de dijiye. Fruits ke baad ek ghante gap de dijiye. It takes care of your stomach acids and prevents the stomach acids from rising upwards. It takes it down and uses stomach acids to digest to enhance the gut bacteria. Vegetables mean carrot and cucumber alkalize your body by default. They also reduce inflammation in your body. That's why a lot of people start their lunch with carrot and cucumber salad first, they have the kuchumar and then they wait for 20-30 minutes and then they eat the real lunch. Right? Dinner, big bowl of vegetable soup. You know soups are part of every culture around the world. Right from Africans to the Greek mythology you'll find soup recipes. You'll never find smoothie recipes in any culture. And what does soup do? It respects Agni, which is the best discovery of mankind. It breaks down the phytochemicals found in plants and enhances the digestive properties like tomato when cooked, releases a chemical called lycopene, which has cancer-fighting properties, versus eating a raw tomato. Right? Smoothies dishonors all the inventions of mankind, which is fire and you know, digestive fire and health. So if you follow these simple remedies, you can keep the inflammation of your body down. And the acid levels can be kept under control and if your acidity is too much because of wrong lifestyle because you're eating at late hours waking up late or being aggressive in nature you can even have rose syrup gulab gel you know not the gulab gel that we put on the skin but the rose syrup thickened syrup with milk that has been cooled down after boiling well that also takes your stomach acids down completely you can even have carrot seeds that's also very good clove is very good you know these Heaty spices like cinnamon, cardamom, clove, grated ginger pepper, star anise stimulates your metabolic fire but they can also maintain your stomach acids at the optimum level. That is also very powerful. That's why biryani is such a famous dish. You know, it's a comfort food for all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, almost uh, two decades ago, Elizabeth Blackburn, she's a Nobel laureate, she discovered telomeres and telomerase which determine our aging process. Whether we can accelerate aging or we can reverse aging. How do foods influence that process of accelerating aging, which means neglect, virodhar, or stalling and reversing the aging process? And literally, if you see people who live by the rule of the thumbs of Ayurveda, you look at them and you will never say they are 80, 90 or 100. You will still say they probably are 70, 75. So the role of Ayurveda and especially, you must read this book, The Amount of Herbs and Vegetables and Fruits mentioned here. Very very, very vital. Uh, let, us, let us hear it from her. So, I discovered how to reverse my aging process thanks to Ayurveda. I just turned 40 last week and I have never felt younger. I can tell you this, when I was in my 20s, I did not look like this. Okay, My body confidence was so low and you know I had poor posture. I had many diseases when I was born. I had epilepsy, I had fits, I had migraines, I had four surgeries, I had a cancer scare when I was 16. You know, my friends had cancer. It was very normal for us, you know, like, you know, going to the hospital and getting a surgery done. I had four surgeries before I turned 18. 
and your body doesn't forget the trauma of a surgery for seven years. And I remember recollecting that trauma when I was deep sea diving in Bali seven years later. The entire surgery scene unfolded in front of my eyes, and I started palpitating underwater, and I couldn't breathe anymore because I woke up during one of the surgeries. And I had aged so quickly in my twenties. I had very bad body posture, body confidence. My skin, my hair had aged very, very, very bad. Now, when I compare the pictures of myself in my twenties to what I am right now in the forty, it is unbelievable in it for me. And this age reversal. Let me tell you the secret. Was the Ayurvedic Panchakarma treatment that we have been doing in the clinic? I do it by default every single year, no matter what. I didn't do it for the first two years because I was not ready for it. Even though it was my own clinic and I was recommending to patients, I said I'm not ready for it. And you know, by some strange you know set of events, I developed urticaria from food poisoning, eating wrong combinations of foods in a retreat in Rajasthan, Mitsubama Festival with Elizabeth Gilbert at that point in time. And I had to rush back to Bombay, and my skin was on fire. I looked like an acid attack victim. My skin was on fire, turned black. I had big black marks all over my body, my chest, my arms. My face was swollen. I couldn't smile. If I sneezed, my nose would start bleeding. I couldn't blink, and I, it felt like my body was on fire all night. And there was no temperature inside, but my skin was on fire. That's when I discovered the benefit of Panchakarma treatment. When I did a 14-day treatment, my doctor said it would take. Few years. The Ayurvedic doctor said it'll take a few years. Articulate doesn't go, but she was smart enough to say, "Go back to your clinic. Your solution is in your clinic." This is what my skin dermatologist said. Came back. Doctor Vinodhi said it's very severe. Six months later, six months later, she said it's such a bad case. You might have to go to the hospital to get steroids. Okay, and I didn't want to get a steroid injection because your body is ruined for the rest of your life. And my dermatologist said, "I will not even give you steroid oral medication because I know you have the capacity to heal it in your clinic." In fourteen days. My skin fell off. A layer of skin fell off my body in parts. It was coming out in parts, and my baby wrinkles disappeared. Suddenly, I was ten years younger than I was before urticaria, and I was like, urticaria came to make me younger, and I became not just healthy. I reversed urticaria in just fourteen days versus. Six months, the doctor said, and she said it was placebo effect. Then there is nausea introducing medicine through the nose to stimulate the pituitary gland. There is vomit, vomiting to clean up your esophagus, your bronchial health, and your stomach of all the excess stomach acids. Children do it so beautifully. Vomiting. We've forgotten how to vomit, and now we're paying a few thousand lakh rupees to go to a center to learn how to do vomit. Vomiting, right? Basti treatment, cleansing of the colon. Like, you know, cities and countries, people don't want to talk about it. You must eliminate what goes in. What goes in has to come out. And a pasti treatment helps in repairing the colon and pulling out the waste. There was shirodhara treatment that I did, which pulled the fire out of my skin. Now this was not easy for me to explain to modern scientists. How does it pull the fire out of my skin? This age reversal technique was gifted to us by our ancestors. You and I are lucky to be in a country where we can easily access it. We have people. Booking tickets all the way from New Jersey, Belgium, Brazil, coming down. You'll be surprised to know that Ayurveda not only takes care of your waste of the biological and physiological metabolism, it also takes care of your mental and emotional garbage. And Ayurveda typically cleans your kleshas, which means your avidya, asmita, raga, dvesha, abhinivesha. And how does it influence your karma, krodha, lobha, moha, madhmaya, matsara? So. What in Ayurveda, in terms of science, philosophy, and origin, can literally clean our sanskaras and our sanskriti, and make us pure and healthy? 
That's, you know, beautiful because most people think Ayurveda is just a science for health. It's not just for physical health. It actually contributes to mental, emotional, spiritual and energetic health. The four purpose of life as per Ayurveda is Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha. Ayurveda says all diseases have a psychosomatic origin and diseases are triggered due to past karmic collection of the things that you've done in this life and in many lifetimes before, triggered by the positions of the planets. Hey guys, if you like this episode, don't forget to leave a comment below so we can learn how to improve ourselves. Like, subscribe and definitely share this with your loved ones, your friends, family and relatives so you can become an influencer of good health in their lives. Until my next episode, here's wishing you unconditional happiness, love, forgiveness, kindness, empathy, compassion in everything that you do. Here's Dr. Dimple Jagra signing off.